This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. witness that is still burned into your brain 206-803-ROCK Hello Tina, welcome to the men's room Hello gentlemen Hola. Tina Hi, how's it going? We're doing great, happy Halloween Happy Halloween So what's T- been burned into your brain yeah. Tina? The road rage shooting that happened in Gorse I actually saw it right after it happened The cops weren't even there yet I saw the victim lying on the ground when I rolled up because I do a delivery for auto parts, and that was one of my stops, and I just could not believe what I was seeing. I had no idea what was going on, and it just, it freaked me out. No, that's fair. how close I was to, like, it happened, because like I said, the cops weren't even there yet. Did you try to assist the guy who was shot? Um, There was a lot of people already around because they had actually witnessed the event happen, and once I finished my delivery, when I came back, I got out of my car and I was finding out what was going on and everything. And then the cops started showing up. I had to make sure I was cleared to leave. And by the time I got back to my store, I was just shaking and yeah, I bet. like, it, that's like pr- probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. Do uh, seeing someone get shot will stick with you. Do you know that? Do you know if he made it or not? He, unfortunately he didn't. And my heart really goes out to his family. Because it was just senseless. Was it? A, was it a random shooting or was it a targeted shooting? You know, did you? It was road rage. It started like on the Tacoma side and ended up, ended up all the way in Gorse, and that's where it ended. Oh God! Jesus. And they did catch the guy a few hours later. Um, he ditched the vehicle, and then they actually caught him. This this didn't happen too so, long ago, did it? No, it was just a couple of months ago. Yeah, I remember I reading about that in the. Uh, or, uh, I remember reading about it in the paper. Yeah. Right? Or online. Yeah, it was, it was pretty story. recent. Okay. The only reason I can guess it's recent is because that's the only time I've heard Gorst brought up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Gorst isn't a very well-known place. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no I, I, I do remember that. That is crazy. Wow. I don't even know where it is. Uh, a little bit, what, north of Gig Harbor, maybe? Oh, she's gone. Okay. Damn it. What uh, What did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Sounds like a Polish food. What, Gorst? Sounds like, sounds like something that sucked that would be the worst thing that you got all week for dinner. Oh, like no, I've it's had, Gorsh Because it rhymes with borscht. 
and mm-hmm. Borscht does not make anyone excited. Borscht should not make anyone excited. Yeah, Gorst is right. You, you go Highway 16, it's where it kind of curves around on Highway 3 to then go back up north to Lake Bremerton. So it's it's out uh, east of Port Orchard. Okay. All right. We won't be there anytime soon, is my guess. No. Hello, Lance. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, hola. Hola. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for, uh, I love you guys. Thanks for putting it on and keeping me awake on the way home. Hey, thank I'm you, I'm glad man. we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah happy That's Halloween. Important. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so so I just want to get to it. Um, basically, uh, I grew up in Seattle, uh, at Tuck, in Tukwila. So, um, you know, a mom, single parent of three boys. We we invented stuff that you couldn't even imagine doing today uh, for trouble. And um, me and my little brother decided one day to skip uh, elementary school and decided to uh, go down to the overpass, which is just before on I five, just before uh, um, South Center Mall. And uh, we found the biggest boulder we could get to roll out there. It was probably a two man boulder. And uh, our plan was to see to get it up over the edge and, and time it where we dropped it over the edge onto the freeway where we could see a car that saw it in time and watch it swirl around it. And instead what happened was it landed through the passenger front windshield and in the passenger seat of a state patrol car. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. And so we ran to the side, obviously, and hid in some bushes. And he found us, and, uh, you know, uh, my brother's crying, and, and, and at this point, I couldn't even think straight. I, I just knew uh, we were in big trouble, right? Yeah, and, I mean, what um, kind of mood? Like, I've had the cops catch me before, but I had not done anything like that. So it's a little different how they treat you. You know, you kind of get a warning, and they send you on your way. What is the mood of a cop who just had a boulder rolled into the side of his freaking vehicle? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, honestly, my, uh, honestly, he was a cool cop. Honestly, uh, I was hoping he was going to take us. He didn't take uh, you guys in? Said, no. He took us straight home. Which is and, worse. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah, because right. my mom, as soon as she opened the door, she said, that's it. And she grabbed a two-by-four. And uh, Wait, said, had, on, the cop, what, had the cop even told her why he was bringing you guys home? No. <laughs> All had all he had to do was show up at the door with us, knowing it was school time, and she just grabbed a two by four and said, "Bring him in." And I said, "No, don't. She'll beat us. Take us to jail." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he said, "Okay, I think that what's happened here, there was no injuries. Uh, we'll send a report for taking care of the financial end of it, and uh, I trust that your mom's gonna." take care of you guys uh, accordingly. Damn. And we pleaded with that cop all the way to the door shut. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And did your mom take your guys' asses out? Oh, man, I tell you what. (laughs) You know, it's amazing. Uh, Things you can do then that you can't do now, but I I look back on it, I don't remember any of the pain, physical pain. I just remember the reasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's going to translates out, you know. Okay. I like that. You're begging with the cop. Please, please take don't us leave. Please. Don't leave us with my mom. She's going to kill us. What uh, What did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. I like that his mom was already angry, right? Because obviously you screwed up a lot. I had The school called my mother once, and I'm sitting in the office when they called. And I can hear my... So the phone rings. The admin, I don't remember who it was, but they said who they were and where they're calling from. And I can hear my mother's voice through the phone. 
What did he do? I mean, she's already <laughs> livid, right? And so now she's, hey, keep in mind, I, I was a very terrible kid, terrible student. So she's not, she's not out of character for, for thinking of it. She's already like just killing this poor guy on the phone. This guy kind of lets her finish her tirade and he goes, I was calling to let you know he's going to be late today because he won second place in the citywide history. <laughs> well, like, basically, your son won a trophy. He did something <laughs> academically good for a change, but he had to wait three minutes to tell her that. Because as soon as he said, oh, call me from Southern High School, I just... And I'm just like, hey, man, you know, just let her finish. Then he says it and say, oh, oh, well, that... Then I got to talk to her, and I'm like, really, you're already yelling at me before I did anything? She's like, when does the school ever call me to tell you did something good? Like, that's, that's a, point, a fair huh? point. That's, that's a, point. this one time. Yeah, that's fair play. And it was, it was. What, uh, what did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Artie. Welcome to the men's room. Hi. How you guys doing? Hola. 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 Uh, so I, I guess I had one story, but uh, there's two stories. So there's the time I caught my mom having sex, and there's a time I caught my brother on fire. Which one do you want to hear? Let's start with your mom, because your brother's intriguing. My first question with your mom, was she having sex with someone who you expected her to be having sex with? Yes, she was. Okay, that helps. Was this so, a, your father, a boyfriend, what? A boyfriend. So, we went over to his house, and he had to stay out in the camper. <laughs> so, at this point, me and my little brother are staying out in the camper... And I didn't realize what an automatic heater was. I had no idea of the existence. So the heater shuts off, and I start talking to my brother, and I was like, that heater shut off. I was like, what the crap? And so 20 minutes later, it turns back on. So I'm like, oh, my God, there's a ghost or a demon in the house. So I, I sprint How back. old were you? How old were you at the time? Eight-ish. Okay. Logical thinking, then. Yeah, so so I'm like, oh my god, there's a there's a ghost in here because the the heater turned back on. So I sprint out of the camper and I run in and I and I bring that uh, the sliding glass door open and my mom is riding him like a bucking bronco. Oh. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> all right, all right, I like and your mom. I'm like, yeah, and I was like. I'd rather deal with a ghost than I believe that is in the camper. So I slam it back shut, and uh, I sprint back to the camper, and I'm like, I'll just deal with whatever the ghost <laughs> is doing. Now, <laughs> did you know what they were doing? Did you understand what you were saying? Oh, I definitely understood what was going on because she was slapping some cheeks. Okay. All right. Sweet. <laughs> what about your uh, brother on fire? So she wasn't just kind of having sex. Like, you walked in and she's just... She was... Yes, she wasn't kind of having sex. She was <laughs> definitely having sex. Just enjoying herself. That's right. Nothing wrong with you that. know what? Whatever she was doing, you know what? I've been there now, now that I'm older. So I, I understand it now. Um, High five, Mom. Yeah, right? Yep. The time that I set my brother on fire. So we're upstairs. Uncle's passed out. And... uh there was kind of a dare. So my little brother, he's like, yo, let's start a fire. And we're like, okay, let's do it. And he's like, 
we're like, okay, but we're going to do it on your chest. And so he says, put a big old C on my shirt. And he had a big, like, like one of those, like, old school plastic, like, uh, shirts of Ken Griffey Jr. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So I spray it on him. I didn't realize nail polish remover was so flammable, but yeah. we learned real quick. <laughs> so put it on him, and I'm like, <laughs> I have the lighter, and he's like, light me, and he stands like a superhero. We called him the flaming semen afterwards. <laughs> so I light him up, and the flames go up. The plastic kind of melts to his chest. His nipples were blistered. Ah. Mm. The flames go up under his chin, burns that, and his ears were also blistered. So he's, like, on fire. My uncle wakes up, runs over to him, puts it out with his hands, and he falls to the ground. Like, he's probably in shock at this point. As soon as he lets go, I swear, he springed off of his chest because it went right back up into flames. And, uh... <laughs> so we we had to tackle him. We pulled we pulled off his shirt, and we're like, Cody, don't tell mom. But he starts crying because he's in pain. He's got like second degree burns on his. Yeah, you lit his nip- ass on fire. Yeah, he's on fire. He's got blistered yeah, of nipples. Course, of course. See, so yeah, no, he he starts, and he so he starts crying. My uncle goes downstairs, tells my mom. We all have to go downstairs because my mom is like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> and so she starts beating the crap out of us. And uh, <laughs> she hits my brother, who's already in pain. She hits my sister, who was there. And then she tries to hit me. And I just, like, block her because I'm faster than her. <laughs> and so she hurts herself. So now she's in pain. And I'm the only one who really didn't get in trouble. <laughs> I lit him on fire. Damn. Okay. That's a successful day when you can light a sibling on fire and not get in trouble. Damn. Well, I guess your mom likes to slap you, her boyfriend. Everybody. <laughs> what uh, What did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the men's room. Howdy. How you guys doing? Hola. 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 Doing well. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's in my brain. It's uh, about eight years ago or so. Me and my wife had went out and bought a brand new Honda Civic, and uh, we're out playing with our kids and dropped them off at home. Went back out, and we were sitting at a stoplight at four thirty in the afternoon up at SeaTac Airport, and I see this guy coming in my rearview mirror in a full size Ford pickup, and I thought he was going to stop, but he kept on going, kept on going. I'm got it. Whoa, 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 and he hit us from the back end. He hit us at 60 miles an hour drunk. Oh. Across the intersection. Um, the cops came, and he fought with the cops. They had their guns pulled on them. My wife had, we had to be taken out of the car by the fire department. Uh, messed my wife up. Believe it or not, I was fine. My Messed my wife up. She had to have muscles taken out of her neck. Jesus. And the whole it was it was really a bad accident. What we even after all that, we feel really lucky because we just dropped off our kids. They would have been killed if they would have been in the back seat of the car. Um, the trunk was literally in the back seat. And what really sticks in my mind about this whole story 
is the judge only gave him 30 days in jail, and it was his fourth DUI, and one of those was a felony hit and run, and he only got 30 days in jail. And that's why he's on his fourth one. And look, it can be a kid, it can be a, if you don't get punished for bad behavior, I, mean, I would keep doing it. Everyone I know, did you're you, not going to get punished, you're going to did keep Did you doing get at least a decent insurance settlement out of all that? He had twenty five thousand dollar policy limits. Our hospital bills were seventy five, eighty grand. Jesus, man! Oh boy. Okay. And how long ago was this? About eight years ago now. And how's she doing now with her neck and everything? Oh, she'll be messed up for life. Damn. Because of this accident. Yeah. So you know that's what really sticks in our mind is in my mind is our wonderful justice system that you know fourth DUI only thirty days in jail. That's not enough. No, it's not. Actually, with the fourth, he, he was driving on three already. Yeah, you have three. Yeah. You're I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that they revoke your license at that point. Are you? Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to his license. I just remember going to court and the judge only giving him 30 days. Damn. That well, also, unfortunately, people drive without licenses all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You, they can revoke his license. I, I'm telling you, if it's that kind of guy, that's not going to stop him from driving. No. Jesus, man. What, uh, what did you witness that has still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Tony. Welcome to the men's room. Hi. Hola. Happy Halloween. Thank you, Tony. You too. (laughs) Yeah, so I went to um, this, I went through this program while I was homeless back in 99. I think it was February. And um, it was in Kent and I was through the Catholic Church and we'd go from church to church each month and we'd stay there for 30 days. I, I was homeless for about six months before I got a place. But um, um, in February, I was at this one church, and it gets dark at like 5 o'clock, you know, in February. And yeah. and <clears throat> I was waiting, you know, in the cold till 7, uh, between like 5 and 6 o'clock by myself. And then one of the other homeless guys shows up with a bowl. Asked me for him to smoke, and I'm like, hell yeah, and and we did not. And then he gets up, and he points to the sky at the airplane going overhead, and he goes, wouldn't you like to be in that airplane? I'm like, yeah, I guess. He goes, you know, I think the president's on the airplane. I'm like, okay, whatever. And and then and then I'm I'm looking at him, and then my whole field of vision gets skewed, like colors, bright colors, and um. I'm not at the time. I'm not thinking it's the pot was laced with anything, but now I think it was. And then, yeah, okay. So then the field of vision goes back into focus, and he is not him anymore. He, he was a, a rotund redhead, and now he's like this Spaniard-looking guy with a goatee. And then his face. Hello. Opens up into a black oval, and has now his upper body is gone, and I'm just looking at this big black oval, and a gray alien shows up. So you smoke PCP? Yeah. It, I guess. Yeah. How long did it last? Um. Well, okay. So when I saw the alien, I the first thought in my head was stew. My friend Stuart Castillo, he goes. I was thinking. The, I was thinking the same thing. You too? Yes, Stu. Yeah, Stuart. No, my friend Stuart Castillo. Yeah, Stuart. He, he's no Stuart. Yeah. yeah, he said. 
he said, watch out for the gray aliens. And I always thought he was full of crap. But then I saw one. So the only thing I could think to say was his name. To kind of like, I'll just say Stu. And, and then, boop, everything went back to normal. And then the, the, the homeless guy says, don't ever talk to me again. And all I said was the one word. Maybe he and knew he Stu. Storms, and he storms off. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to wait a little bit longer for the homeless shelter to open up. Because I think it was getting close to the time. I got there, and it was 10 o'clock at night. And I was, and the door shut at 8. <laughs> so I lost two hours. Yeah, a PCP. Of, of time. Yeah. That must have been. That's PCP. Yeah. That's all. Okay, well. You know, Miles and I have a rule on this, right? So, Miles, you know to smoke and crack inadvertently, right? Mm-hmm. If you ask someone, do you want to smoke a bowl, please understand that unless you specify otherwise, we all just assume it's weed. Right. Right. I mean, if you, yeah. say, if you say anything else, maybe I question. If you say you want to smoke a bowl, to me, that's just weed. It's like if I say, do you want to go out for drinks, and then we go to Starbucks, that's probably not what you're thinking. Right. I mean, booze. Unless, I, well, I'll just cut him slack, though, because he's in a homeless shelter. No, I'm saying he doesn't. Right. It's not him. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying, saying oh, even that, I feel like you're dealing with other drugs when you're dealing with People, sure. you know what I mean? But there's still you don't, a lot of, you don't meet a lot of homeless people who are like, I'm homeless because I smoke too much weed. Right. right. It's also understandable <laughs> that weed is a shareable drug. It very much Most so. of the time. Most other drugs, they're your drugs. Yeah, you're you not trying to share. I mean, maybe you split a bag of mushrooms with someone, but that's premeditated. But usually a lot of time people go, hey, man, I heard you have. Right. Can that's, I get a pinch that, of? That's different. That's different, right. What, uh, what did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Well, we turn daily on the way. We're going to sit and spin. We've got 10 rock stars who are in horror movies coming up. Right after emails on our question, what did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Josie. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes, gotcha. we can. Perfect. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. 
So I got to preface this story by saying I used to work at QFC as a courtesy clerk. My whole thing is I would just clean up messes, push shopping carts, and bag people's groceries, right? Uh-huh. Well, my supervisor called me up one day and he was like, hey, Josie, um, there's kind of a mess in the men's bathroom. Would you mind taking care of it? I was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. So, you know, I go grab the cleaning cart. I close down the men's bathroom. I get to cleaning. I don't see the mess anywhere. And I'm starting to wonder, I'm like, huh, I wonder what the mess could be. And so I walk into the big stall. There is a giant turd on the floor it is it's there's poop smeared all over the wall it mm. is smeared all over the toilet seat it is it is underneath the toilet seat it's like smeared like in between the cracks i'm sitting there in awe because dude, i don't I, I didn't get paid enough I, I did not get paid enough to do that it was the most horrifying thing i've ever seen i yep. just i was at a loss the only people that's that crazy. get paid enough to do that are the last people that are going to do it you know, Dude, that's like what I'm your boss, the CEO, like, no, you get paid enough to and, deal with this. And Josie, you work there. So, it, it, look, it has nothing to do. I, I love QFC. It has yeah. nothing to do with the brand of the store. Safeway. Jack, yeah, oh, like, yeah. I don't understand why grocery store bathroom. It's the worst. There, There's always something weird. It's a or, nightmare. Yeah, you can pull yeah. into a one-light town, man. There's one gas station, and they've got a, a, yeah. key, a key that has a hubcap attached to yeah. it so you don't steal the key. And you go in there, and it's immaculate. You go to any grocery store bathroom in America, weirdness is going on. Why do you Dude, think that know. is? I mean, seriously, it's, it's true. train stations, bus stations, like these bathrooms aren't great. They're kind of what you expect. Yeah. But a grocery store, I don't know, you just feel it because there's food all around you. Mm-hmm. And you walk no, in there exactly. and you're like, what has happened? Because when I look around at the average person in a grocery store, I mean, they look like respectable, responsible people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, look, when I when I was in Capitol Hill, the QFC I went to, they, they didn't even have one in there. You had to, like, it's not even worth it. Yeah, you had to like go across the street to the Starbucks. Did did you end up cleaning it up or what? Unfortunately, I had to because whenever there were like biohazards in the bathroom, my uh, my supervisor Gavin loved picking me to be the one to clean them. So, <laughs> like, I hate to name drop him, but he would always pick me to clean up the biohazards in the bathroom, and I cleaned so much poop off the floor in there. I've cleaned so much poop out of like off like the seats and like the walls that was the worst occurrence though i could think of and i really do think that this happens because our um a majority of our customers at least at the standard location are um elderly people and you know like incontinence happens it happens yeah. to the best of us you know well you should still hit the but, toilet mm-hmm. like the point that no, it's, exactly. it's smushed into cracks in the walls you're like that's not incontinent now we're bordering on crazy how long did it take so you to clean this up no, exactly. I almost started crying as soon as I saw that. I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to go straight to bed because I, I do not get paid enough to deal with this. This is horrifying. No turd tears. No, no turd tears. I'd go home how and take long, a shower. How long did it take you to clean this mess up? I can't lie to you. It only took me about 10 minutes. I put on gloves and I was able to pick up the poop with, mm. um, with a little plastic mm-hmm, baggie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the gloves on. I, oh, my God. It was awful. Kind of like, you know, how you pick up like dog poop, like you'll uh, flip the bag inside out. Yeah, because it's my dog. Hair. That is exactly yeah. why. It's, I have seen random dog turds. I have not picked up their poop. No, exactly. But I had to get paid to do this. So that's the worst part. That is gross, mm-hmm. man. That is gross. Oh, man. It was, it, was, it was a nightmare. But thanks for taking my call, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I had, to, I had to share this story hopefully. because it, I think about it so much. Yeah. <laughs> you hopefully, think about it so much. nothing that's scary for you tonight. God. What, uh, what did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. It's always the newest person. I mean, one of the first nights Guaranteed. I was janitor, I had to clean up pee. Same thing. This is an office building. Everybody knows everybody. And some like somebody was just like, you got to come down the floor or whatever. Because that was the thing. You had to start in the bathroom. So yeah. I'm like, my shift's barely started. Like, the daytime people are still here. And like, you got to get down here. Uh, you like, go. what's going on? And same thing. They, they had, 
somebody had had a like inner office party or not party, but they had they had had some wine, okay, and some beverages, and this woman like I don't know how to explain. There was just pee all over the floor. It was like she completely missed or did, like just hovered, and I don't know. I'm but, guessing she. I mean, how do you miss as a check if you're sitting on the toilet? Right, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. Where is your vagina located? Toilet. Yeah. By the way, just it, it can be any industry. All right. So it can be hospitality. It can be retail. It can be airline. It can be a corporate office. We know what biohazard means. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. say somebody dropped a deuce on the mm-hmm. floor. Right. We all know what it is. Just say it. Oh, we have a biohazard. Don't make my job sound special. I'm about to go pick up a turd. It makes it sound so much more dangerous than it is. Well, like you should be in hazmat. I've been Look trained out. for years. It's like, nah, dog. I'm getting paid the least, right. and there's a turd we, on the floor. We had that at the auction. There were there, there were there were cars that were biohazards. There was like a couple drops of blood that you know from a bloody nose or something like that. Biohazard. This thing needs to get locked off until we get the squad in here. Like. Give me some bleach. I'm good. Or how about we don't put it at auction if I have to use the term <laughs> biohazard to explain something that I want someone to spend money on? Like, I'm out. But the, the blood out. stuff, yeah. I've, I've been at a, like a, I don't know what it was. Whatever, it was going on in Seattle Center. So I see my buddy and his wife, and they're sitting there eating something. All right. So, like, I walk on, like, the other side of them, and, like, as I go to stand, like, people are like, it's a biohazard. And I'm like, why is he sitting here? And they're like, they're not near the blood. And oh, I was blood. like, I'm like, are you guys just going to continue eating? He's like, it's the only place we could sit down. I, we don't know what happened. <laughs> Whatever. Like, All right. Enjoy your food. Good times. What's up? What did you witness that is still burned in your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, George. Welcome to the men's room. Boo, bitches. Boo. <laughs> Happy Halloween, guys. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so something that's been burning in my mind uh, a while back, uh, I was living back in Detroit. I was going to Wayne State University. I went to a house party for one of my old high school friends. And uh, at the end of the night, his ma came down, uh, opened her robe up, and seduced me. <laughs> totally what? naked underneath. Yep. Did, had she ever flirted with you before or anything? Yeah. So we played baseball together for a while. He was a year below me uh, in high school. And uh, I, would, I would always be flirting with her. Just she was, she was a babe. She was kind of like a, so I'm 36 now. I graduated 2005. She was kind of like a, one of them, like just Van Halen rocker chicks. Blonde <laughs> hair, just beautiful body. You know what I mean? Just oh, like yeah. a babe from back in the day. And I would always tell him, like, bird. Your mom's a, she's gorgeous, you know? I'm sure you love yeah. hearing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I went to an all-boys school, so it's like we're always messing around with people, you know, saying dirty things. But, but yeah, she was, she was a babe. And one night, just, she was recently divorced, and <laughs> she came on to me. I loved it. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, we how, can right. hear it in your voice, how, brother. How we old know. were you at this point? I was, it was my first year in college, so I was like 19, 20. Okay. And did she say anything or she just rolled up, opened a robe, and it was go time? Well, so uh, so the way it goes is, like, she she came home. You know what I mean? Like I said, she was recently divorced. She came home. She was out with some of her friends. We we're all having a house party at, at her new place. Uh, she comes back, and uh, I was just like, hey, why don't you play uh, like quarter bounce with us, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, you don't want to play with me. I'm an old lady. And I was, you know, just being sweet to her, saying nice things. And eventually, everyone just kind of passed out. I walked upstairs thinking like, oh, maybe I got a chance. <laughs> oh, 
opened the door and she, and she goes, Hey, Georgie, is that you? And I was like, what? Took my shirt and my socks off, hopped into bed, started snuggling with her a little bit. And <laughs> he, uh, my, my buddy must've known cause he stumbled upstairs like really drunk, you know, just bouncing off the walls and everything. I had to hide behind the door. She pushed me out. She pushed me out of the bedroom and I was just kind of sitting on a couch down, downstairs. Like, I can't believe that even that happened. And sure enough, about 20 minutes later, she came down with the robe on, just opened it up and <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> well, good for you. Damn. Yeah. I never had that experience. No, I never had that. But to be fair, I'm thinking all my buddy's mothers. There's probably one right I've been like, this is awesome. The problem is at the time I knew her, I was about 10 years old. Right. But since yeah. then, God, my one man, and it sounds bad. And I don't mean it to sound bad, but uh, a close friend of mine in my teen years, boy, his mom was ugly. But, I, I mean, there's just, yeah. and again, I'm not being mean. This is just observational. But she would always wash the car in the summer in a bikini. Mm-mm-mm. And it was like the worst thing. She had a great body, but just... It was awful. It'd be like if I had the sexiest female body you've ever seen, and then when right. it turns around, it's just me, beard and all. Right. It's just kind of like that. Like, oh, man. But she'd always be out there in a bikini, and it's me and my buddy Tony were always just kind of like, man, like, if you if you look at her the right way, like, from chin down, like, this is great. But as soon as you saw her face, she's like, God, please stop. What, uh, what did you witness that is still burned <laughs> into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Could have been that bad. I know it sounds mean, but... I mean, dude, sir, her body was smoking. I can still picture it now, but unfortunately, nice. I still picture her head attached to it. It just, it's not okay. Hello, Todd. Welcome to the men's room. Well, good afternoon. Hola. Hola, Todd. <clears throat> so, uh, a couple years ago, in 2022, well, a year ago, I guess, uh, I was working at work. And there was a uh, there was a, a a crunching sound, and a guy I worked with and I were both on. And this is over by SeaTac Airport, right? We worked for a shuttle company that took people to the airport and and back from the airport. And and we were both out there, and we heard the crunch sound. And this, and so I walked over to to see what was going on while I was walking over, I heard this vehicle kind of speeding away. And I, I looked to my left and I saw the front end was, you know, jacked up. So I, I'm, I'm figuring he just hit somebody and, and, and was running away. Well, he had hit somebody. He hit a lady in the crosswalk on 182nd international Boulevard there. So she wasn't in a car. You're saying it's a pedestrian. He, he hit a pedestrian. Yeah, okay. she was a. She was, and and he was moving. He had to be moving very, very fast because she was like eighty feet from the inner from the crosswalk she was in. All right. When she landed, and and so I walk over. I mean, I you know where I worked is pretty much right across the street from there. And we were outside and we heard the noise and I walked over and I, I, I looked over, you know, I walked over the median in the middle of uh, International Boulevard there and it looked to me like, goodness, a little doll. I mean, she was a tiny, she was a tiny lady, but I mean, she was an adult, but. Well, did you go over and try to and, assist and help her or anything? 
there was nothing to help. Okay. You could identify that yeah. just by looking? Some Well, I wasn't the first one there. Ah. I was the second. And okay. the first one there said she has no pulse. You know, and it, it was weird. There was no blood or anything, but, man, it it, it looked like just a little, little – and there was a bunch of debris <clears throat> between the um, uh, crosswalk where she was hit. Yeah, part of the car. No, no, no. It was, it was, the debris was, I think, it was stuff that was in, like, whatever bag she might oh, have been okay. carrying. Oh, I got ah, it. okay. Okay, yeah, you witnessed a bad one. That's a fact. Jesus, man. What did you witness that you uh, that uh, still got burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Adam. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, Bertolas. Hola. So, uh, I don't know, probably about 10 or 11 years ago, I was a volunteer firefighter EMT, and I was at one of our local lakes uh, just having a good time with my uh, my family. And I found out that somebody had drowned. And uh, usually as a volunteer, you're always on duty. So when the fire department got out there, we got our rescue boat inflated. It was a, a Zodiac. They're pretty cool boats. Anyway, I got in the boat with a paramedic, and we were just kind of doing a, a grid search starting from the shore of the lake and then we're moving our way out and i distinctly remember thinking to myself that if i ever saw this victim underwater looking up at me then i was just going to absolutely lose it fortunately when i did find him he was face down so i dove in it took me a couple of tries because obviously i was wearing a, a life jacket it took me a couple of times to go down and grab him and uh, I finally got him up to the bank where everybody else was waiting. And I distinctly remember the color of that victim's skin, his face, everything, from being underwater and without oxygen for so long. I will never forget it. How long do you think he was under? Um, I'm going to guess probably about 20, 25 minutes. All right. And if you had to draw this for someone and they handed you a box of Crayola crayons, what color are you grabbing first to best explain the skin color? Uh, Probably like a, almost a gray. Ooh. All right. So like bad meat. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it had a, a bluish hint to it, but uh, yeah, I, I will never forget that. And the thing is, is those types of situations... Um, they have what they call a CISD, which might have a different term now, but it was a critical incident stress debrief. And um, one of the things that the civil agencies such as that do um, is hold these CISDs. And it's kind of a, a way for everybody that was involved with an issue, or I'm sorry, a uh, situation to be able to talk about it, you know, ask questions and so on and so forth. And something I found is the more I talk about it, uh, the more I'm okay with it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Well, look, man, I've never even touched a dead body. I have no. I can't even imagine dragging one out of the water. No. I mean, look, so, I could have brought like, yeah, seeing that one guy die in front of. I mean, you, you just you don't forget it. No, you're the not. The sound be. too. That's the yeah. thing you always bring up. Yeah, that, that not the guy dropping down, but just the death gurgle as a. Yeah, you're just like ugh. 
What uh, what did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Michael. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, guys. Long time listener. Love the show. Hola. 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 Welcome Hola. to it. Hola. So, uh, New Year's Eve, 99-2000. I'm a pretty normal guy. I have a job, but I used to skydive a lot. And we were in Arizona. Uh, jump in to celebrate the New Year. And as you can imagine, it's, you know, a couple thousand guys of all shapes and sizes and backgrounds and very few girls. So on New Year's Eve, we're standing around a bonfire, you know, a thousand guys hitting on the same 10 girls. So pretty bad odds. And one, two girl I'm talking to is, you know, having a good conversation with me. I'm feeling pretty lucky just to have the conversation. And out of nowhere, she just screams like bloody murder. And I turn around, there's a gentleman there who's, you know, fairly tatted up. He's got some bolts bolted into his head. Um, but he uh, he dropped trout and was showing the filet to everybody. Mm. So I didn't know what was going on. When she screamed, I turned around, and I got close to seeing the filet up close. And that is something that <laughs> I wish I'd not seen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a stupid thing that burned in your head, but I can think yeah. <laughs> like that. That's the thing. Jesus, God, man. Okay. <laughs> Did he call it the filet? The filet, yeah. Filet. All right, just, just checking. Well, you know, tube steak. Right. Yeah. Try no, tempo, what you go? I'd go ribeye. Oh, tomahawk. I mean, for me, probably pot roast. <laughs> oh, God. Ground chuck. Ground chuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, like those big, those big thick, meaty hunks you put in your chili. You got uh, stew meat, yeah. Stew, right. I got stew meat. Ten rock stars who are in horror movies coming up with Terry and Daly. We will sit and spin, and we've got your emails coming up next in the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 